0: It's the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase, live from Methuen Community Studios.
1: Good evening everyone and welcome to the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. If you have a take or comment feel free to call in by dialing 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. It's been a busy last week of sports starting off with the uh, choking Boston Red Sox. They started their week off getting swept by the Tampa Bay Rays 4-0 and then started their series off with the Yankees on a positive note winning game 1 5 to 4 but then getting absolutely smoked out of the building in game 2 and 3 game 2 14 to 1 and game 3 13 to 2 absolutely not the way the Red Sox want to be trending heading into the all-star break this week and just to make things worse Let me remind you, as I have been the last month or so, the Red Sox do not usually do well coming off of the All-Star break. So we might be in for a long road ahead with these Boston Red Sox. Last week, they were in second place of the American League East. And like I said last Monday, these next seven games before the All-Star break are going to be very important to win the majority of them. Well, They did exactly not that, and now they are in fourth place of the AL East behind the Blue Jays' Tampa Bay Rays and the first-place New York Yankees. And let me tell you something. If they don't figure it out after the All-Star break, they will be in last place before you know it because they are only two games ahead of the Baltimore Orioles. So just not good for these Boston Red Sox heading into this all-star break. You know, just as we need pitching and we think we're going to be getting Chris Sale back, comes out yesterday. He has a broken pinky. Oh, that's right. Chris Seale broke his left pinky and there is no, now no timetable for his return and is expected to be out for a while. Absolutely Unbelievable. Like I've said, all season, even going into the season. When is he? When is Dustin Pedroia? When is Tuka Rask? When are all these players going to realize when it's time to hang up the cleats? Hang up the the skates? When? It's unbelievable. And, And it's just so frustrating. So frustrating, I don't understand it. Like, you need to accept that your time is done. Okay? We... As Red Sox fans, we were expecting Chris Seal to come off of his Tommy John surgery and have one of his best seasons yet. What happens? He starts off injured. And then after that, as he's making his rehab return in the minors, oh, guess what? He breaks his pinky. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? Now, here's the, here's another thing I'll say. I don't know what, what hand it was that he broke his pinky on, whether it was his throwing hand or you know, his, his his glove hand. But I don't know. How much does a broken pinky really have to affect you? If it's if it's pitching if if, if it's the pitching hand, fine. But if it's the glove hand, I mean I don't know. Toughen it up, I'd say. So needless to say, I'm all set with Chris Seale. It's time for him to retire. No doubt about it. I am all set. I'm done with him. Okay. I was done with Dustin Pedroia before like a year or so before, uh, you know, he before he came or before he was going to come back and announce his retirement. And I was all set with Tuka Rask. I think probably back when he left the bubble during COVID. Who leaves your team? during during the bubble, in the playoffs. (sighs) Unbelievable. So to say the least, I'm frustrated with Chris Sale. I'm sick of these Boston players and just players in general, you know, thinking that they're going to be able to come back when their time is just done, and you need to accept it and stop being a dead weight for the team. So I am more than frustrated with these Boston Red Sox, with Chris Sale... It's just unbelievable. It's time to figure it the heck out. Let me transition to some positive news, though. After I got all my steam off of the Boston Red Sox, I do want to wish a special congratulations to Methuen native and past Sports Talk with Harrison Chase guest, Dom Keegan, on getting drafted 134th all uh, in the MLB draft by the Tampa Bay Rays. So congratulations, Dom. And with that, let me go to uh, John from Buddy Bing. John, what's going on?
2: What's up, Harrison? How you doing, buddy?
1: Doing well. Kind of sick of these Boston Red Sox, to tell you the truth.
2: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I think I'm going to go with Tiger Woods today. <laughs> I think I'm going to start with him. All right. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you, do you think Tiger Woods makes a lot of money off the PGA? Like what's, you know, he's pretty tied in with sponsors and probably a lot of his, you think a lot of his money kind of is filtered through the PGA?
1: Um, is that
2: fair to say or?
1: I I think I'd you say, guys, I think I'd say no. I think a lot of his uh, money that is made is through the sponsorships. Okay. But At least not, now, maybe not, before when he was winning and playing a lot, you know, he might, he probably was making a, a pretty good amount of money.
2: But you don't think a lot of those corporate entities are, are tied into the PGA as well? They, they I mean, some they are, be, right?
1: I think some, some are.
2: I just don't like it how he comes out and he starts criticizing all these guys that are jumping ship and going to make money that they're not going to make at the PGA, right? With, with the PGA, and he comes out and he just he kind of publicly kind of blasts them and he doesn't get it. And this is coming from a you know a, a billionaire. Yeah. so who is he to, who is he to come out and criticize somebody for taking 350 million and going to play golf somewhere else I mean the last time I checked I mean as of right now we're we're, we're a free country you can do what you want so yep. you know it's like this guy's he's a hypocrite you know he's a billionaire these guys some of them might not be worth you know 5 10 15 million and they're getting that to go play golf somewhere else well Why wouldn't they do that? Why Why wouldn't they go make more money? I I mean, am I off base or because I'm like flabbergasted by it?
1: No, listen, it's 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 gonna listen. Let me tell you this: it's gonna get interesting. And I don't know if you, uh, I I don't know if you saw the what happened um, what happened last week, um, but the I think it it's the uh, Justice uh, Department. Uh, that is basically uh going after the PGA tour um saying that you know them not allowing these players to go over to live and play on the PGA um is is not right and and so here here it is the PGA tour is being investigated by the United States Department of Justice over alleged uh breaches um sorry i lo- i lost it for for a uh for a second there um but so they're being investigated by the by the by the uh, Department of Justice over alleged breaches of completion laws d- uh, dealing with the banning of the live uh, competition uh, or co- competition laws, the PGA competition so it laws. So,
2: it sounds like this, it, it sounds like there's strong arm in them.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's so, so to I really think what's involved. gonna I think what's gonna happen is is I think the PGA is in trouble. To be honest with you. And I think if the PGA wants to keep going as as how they are, they're probably going to have to, you know, say, OK, fine. You can play on live and you can play on the PGA tour, because if not, I think they're going to lose a lot, a lot of people. And, uh, you know, just today, I'm sure, They've you know,
2: already lost a lot. yeah, They've already
1: lost a lot. they have. And I'm sure you already like, know. Like, yeah. Go
2: ahead. No. Sorry, yep.
1: go so ahead. I'm sure you already know this, but. um. You know, David Faraday is a huge golf, he was a big PGA guy. Uh you know, he has his own show on the Golf Channel. He he's broadcasting for NBC. And today it, it it you know, he's expected to join Live Golf as as an analyst. So I mean, that's the that's another thing. Like that's a big name that's going over to Live Golf, which is interesting. I think more and more big names are going to go over to Live Golf and the PGA is going to be forced to let these guys play on the live tour and play in PGA events.
2: Good. They should be able to.
1: I agree. I agree. I I don't know why they can't, you know, I don't know why they, you know, why can they play? Why, why are there players that can play on the PGA tour, but then they can play on the European tour, but they can't play on the live golf tour. Why, why does that make sense? You know, if, if the PGA said,
2: if PGA, if the,
1: if the PGA said, you know, it was only, you know, you can only play on the PGA and you can't play on any tours and they sign that and, okay, that's okay. But, you, you know, and that's part of your contract and that's part of your agreement that you make, in, you know. But for them to say you can play on some tours and not other tours, I don't think that's right.
2: No. Well, to get back to my point. Yeah, sorry. Idlewitz comes out and runs his mouth and, Yep. you know, it's, it's just like, you know, these guys... They, they they never have enough money, and, and you know it's just like they can never keep their mouth quiet. They never have enough money, and they're all compromised, all of them. Especially Tiger Woods, being an elitist, he's compromised. They're all compromised. They're all full of you know what. No money is enough for these guys. They, they could they you could give them ten billion, they'd still cry. They'd still come out and say yeah, they're leaving the PGA. They still do it. Because they just want more and more and more, so that's all. I wanted to talk about your boy Tiger Woods. I'm gone. I'll listen to the rest of the show. Talk to you later, bud. All
1: right, see ya. Thanks, John. All right. All right so there's uh, John from Butter Bang. As always, go down to uh, Methuen Square to Butter uh, Bang, bada Butter bada Boom, and uh, get the Harry Special: Buffalo Chicken Dip, Mozzarella Sticks. And buffalo chicken tenders—you can't go wrong. And even if you don't want to get the Harry special, whatever you get, I can guarantee you're gonna love it's unbelievable. Great food, great pizza too, if you want a pie. So good takes there, uh, you know, from John about Tiger Tiger Woods. First of all, I'll uh, I'll dive into Tiger, if you will. Um, and so he came back. He made his return uh, last week playing in the, in the Open, the major at St. Andrews, which was something that has been on his target uh, for a while. It's been a goal of his to make it. Uh, you know, I think one of the reasons why he didn't play in the U.S. Open this year was not only because he was, you know, not strong enough probably from uh, the PGA, but he also wanted to be, he didn't want to have a setback at the U.S. Open. And not be able to play at St. Andrews. He wanted to play at St. Andrews, uh, and he did. However, he didn't do that well, and he didn't make the cut at all. And so it'll be so it, you know it'll be interesting to see when the next time we see Tiger Woods play professional. A lot of rumors. My one of the head stories I led with last week on the show was the possibility of Tiger Woods retiring and that there are rumors about Tiger Woods retiring. And I didn't I didn't believe it and I didn't want to believe it. And it turns out that you know Tiger did come out and say that he is absolutely not retiring and all those were were rumors. We have known for a while now that all Tiger is going to play is the major events right he's going to pick his own schedule he's going to be ha- he's going to have an abbreviated schedule of what he wants to do when he wants to do it he's going to play at courses where he is going to play well at and that he can uh, easily you know walk them etc so like i said he's going to pick and choose what tournaments he wants to play you know you can guarantee he's going he's going to want to play the masters Every year, and he's probably going to want to play the Open every year. As far as the PGA Championship and the U.S. Open, I don't know. It depends what courses they're at. It depends. And it also depends if Tiger did well at them previously. So, like I said, uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what Tiger's schedule is going forward. But again, last week I led with it uh, rumors about him retiring and he came out and said he is not retiring he's gonna have an abbreviated schedule he's not gonna play every week weekend and week out which is what he has been doing for the last multiple years everybody got all worked uh, you know all uptight about him saying oh well I'm not gonna be playing as much as I used to he's always done that for the past few years he hasn't you know been playing every week he picks and chooses what tournaments he wants to play? I think it's going to be a little less than what he has been, what he what he has been uh, been doing. But he, at the end of the day, he will keep playing golf. It's it just it's a matter of uh, how often can he play it uh, with how uh, injured he is and and his capabilities. So. Like I said, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. But as far as this this live golf goes, um, it's gonna be interesting. Um, all the majors are done now uh, for the PG, you know, say the PGA Tour, um, and so this week might be the um, this 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 week might be a big week um for live golf uh, as far as who might be coming over. Uh, one of uh, one big name that that made the made made the move um, was David Faraday, the golf analyst and announcer at at Golf Channel uh, and NBC Sports, and now he's expected to make the jump uh, over to the Live Golf Tour. And another very interesting one is uh, Henrik Stenson, supposed to uh, make the jump. Make the jump over who is the 2023 Ryder Cup, European Ryder Cup uh, captain. And so if he does make the move, he will most likely be stripped of his captaincy. Uh, Let me go to Ray and Methuen. Ray, what's going on?
0: Harrison, how are we doing today, huh?
1: Doing well.
0: Listen, good. Listen, I I have to uh, disagree. Uh, with John from uh, Butterbings as far as uh, Tiger is concerned, Tiger has a right to, for his uh, his uh, opinion, and not only that, but uh, Tiger uh, Tiger, as well as a number of these other golfers, uh, they're loyal to the PGA. They made their money in the PGA, so so they they're, they're uh, loyal to it. All their sponsorship is based on what they received. Uh, how, the, how they progressed through the PGA and the amount of money that they, uh, they won with the PGA. So I can understand Tiger's loyalty. Uh, what I don't understand, however, is knocking these guys for taking the opportunity to go to, uh, to the live tour. Now, I don't agree with their political philosophies, naturally. Uh, you know, the Saudi Arabian uh, aspect of it, the government and, and what they do. However, however, the same holds true in all of sports. When you look at the uniforms that are uh, that all these sports teams wear, there's usually a swoosh on it. Now that swoosh is manufactured in a communist country that also uh, abuses. Children, women. Uh, so, you know, where is the outrage, and where is the uh, government's outrage that these people are making all this money? These, uh, the NBA, the Red Sox, and Major League Baseball, and of course the NBA. Where, where is the outrage from our country? As far as investigating them, if they're investigating, have the uh, Department of, uh, uh, well, Department of Justice investigating the live tour, coincidentally, when the president is over there begging for uh, some, uh, for some oils, uh, (laughs) oil rather, not oils, but where is the outrage from the government why are they not investigating the goings on in china and some of these other communist countries
1: okay that's let's, all i have to let's say. move on from the that's politics please let's move on from the politics please
0: well it's all politics but but you know it it all blends in i, I
1: all, yeah it, I, I get it, it. All blends in i get it
0: all right not only that one last thing one last thing where is the Red Sox manager coming to the defense of, uh, not manager, but management, coming to the defense of the city of Boston, which has given them a great venue, which has uh, lined their pockets nicely, when one of their owners comes out and says that Boston is a racist city? That person is grabbing money and so forth. So we'll transition into the Red Sox. You've mentioned it. Uh, you know, sale. I guess he can't uh, catch a break.
1: I'm just uh, sick of him. I'm at... done with Chris seal. I'm done with him. Uh, I'm done with him. It was time for him to retire a year ago. Okay. Time to hang it up. Chris sale. I'm done with these uh, guys. You know, Chris Sale, Dustin Pedroia, they don't accept. They want to keep coming back. I get it. It, it. That's your life. But you know what? Accept the time when to hang it up.
0: Well, that's true. However, Sale still feels he has something in the tank.
1: Yeah, Dustin per- Dustin Pedroya did, did too, and Tuca Rass did well, too. What ended up happening? They came back, and they failed.
0: Pedroya was a, a, a different story. Tuca was a different story. Listen. The biggest uh, quantity or lack of is starting pitching for the Red Sox. Chris Sale felt he was able to uh, help them out. Some of these things were freak accidents, yeah. I mean, Tommy John is Tommy John. But when when Chris Sale com- comes and, and, I don't know, over uh, training or what have you uh, and cracks a rib, well, you know, I'm not going to say it's uh, inexcusable, but it, it's a freak thing that happens. Is he snake bitten? Who knows? But his, his first outing back against Tampa Bay was a very uh, – I think it was Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, was a very positive outing for him, five innings. He, he did extremely well. And, you know, he, he threw 24 pitches yesterday. I didn't see the game. Uh, but 24 pitches and he got injured in the first inning I believe when uh, that line drive came back and it broke his uh, left pinky now you know that's his pitching hand but it's a it's a freak accident so I'm gonna give this kid one more shot uh, you may not but I'm gonna give him one more shot
1: well that's that's nice. that's nice of you ray but I'm not not uh, yeah I'm done with them I'm all set
0: Well, the problem is uh, that it's projected he may be out six to eight weeks. That's an awful long time. And you've mentioned it. And
1: so he's out six six to eight weeks, and then he starts the rehab process all over again. I understand. So it's not even six to eight weeks. We're probably talking 10, 12, 14, 16 weeks.
0: Season will, time, the season will be over. Yeah, the season will be over by that time. But, uh, you know, that's how it goes. What I'm more concerned about. Now, they say that the, uh, you talk about uh, whether the Red Sox are going to be buyers or sellers uh, at the all-star, uh, well, at the trading deadline. And you, you hear from the Red Sox, well, wow, listen, we are from the pundits that we have, the Red Sox have probably one of the best farm teams. That uh, Hein Bloom has really built that up to be a premier, a premier uh, team. So I don't agree with them. Take a look at take a look at these uh, pictures that they're bringing up. With very few exceptions, they can't go more than three innings. They can't pitch a complete game, and you're talking about complete game winners uh, or, or pitchers or starting pitchers. So what has he done? You know, he brought up Jeter. Uh, uh, Derek Jeter. Uh, Jeter uh, Downs.
1: Oh, Jeter Downs.
0: Jeter Yeah. Yeah, Derek is his brother. <laughs> no. But, uh, you know, the kid getting a home run the other day, Wonderful. That's wonderful. But what do they do when they, when they uh, yesterday was a major, started the major league draft. What, what, what in God's name is their first pick? It's a high school uh, player who plays shortstop. Uh, it, it, does that mean the writing is on a wall for a guy like bogats Does that mean that they paid all this money uh, to uh yeah S- not sale uh oh, the kid at second base who's out on the il see they goes there goes my memory uh but he was supposed to he was supposed to push uh uh Xander Bogaerts out Trevor, Sto-
1: Trevor story Trevor story
0: Trevor story yeah. So he was supposed to push him out, but instead they put him at second base as a consolation. And at first, I was very critical of the kid, but he has been coming around. Now, again, he's on the I.L. So what good is that? But, again, getting back to my my original point, they're picking up a high school shot stop. What's that say to Bogart? Are they going to let him go the way uh, Mookie Betts went? And I think that's the history of the Boston Red Sox. And what's going to happen with Raf Devers? What's going to happen with him? Is he going to uh, go out and uh, get a a better position uh, somewhere else? These Red Sox are upside down as far as I'm concerned. They uh, they don't have a clue. And the ones that are suffering are uh, the fans because they're putting on an inferior uh, team. It's an inferior product. We have hopes all year, all, all throughout the uh, winter months and in the spring that the, pay, that the uh, Red Sox are going to come back and they're going to have a competitive team out there I mean, they got annihilated by the Yankees uh, the other night. The in the Rays. How,
1: how about getting swept by the Tampa Bay Rays?
0: Yeah, no kidding. I know. And as you pointed out, they're only uh, two games ahead of Baltimore and a wild card. Give me a break. Give me a break. But that's, that's their way. And we will continue to convince the fans that it is a viable product, that it is a good product, and let's come out and let's support the team. As far as I'm concerned, the fans who subscribe to Nesson, who uh, listen to it on EEI, who either flock to the ballpark. Now, you're not going to uh, stop the, uh, the visitors coming into Boston because everybody has them convinced that Fenway Park, Is the grand old dom of of Major League Baseball has to be preserved? It's an eyesore. It is horrible. You can't sit in a seat comfortably. And the Red Sox, even though they have renovated some of the the, the, uh, stands since John Henry and his crew came along, they are not able to put in more comfortable seats, seats that are a little wider to accommodate the ever-growing girth of the uh, clientele. But they can't put in better seats for the simple fact that if they do, they would have to renovate everything, put, bring it up to code as far as fire codes and everything are concerned, so they would, in essence, lose seats so they pull all this other garbage they have the uh, uh, the Sam Adams section up top if they still have it the coca-cola section up family section up top and this that and the other thing but it is still an old old building which should have been put to rest many years ago all right and the Boston fans should have been in a better situation.
1: All right. That's where I'm gonna leave you, Ray. Thanks for calling in today.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: All right, I'll talk to you. Goodbye,
0: Harrison. All right, bye.
1: All right, so there's uh Ray from Methuen with some takes on the uh the Red Sox, uh live golf and Tiger Woods. Uh speaking of Tiger Woods, uh, I i g I've been very out, you know, out there about uh Chris Seal, time to hang it up. Dustin Pedroya waiting to hang it up too long. And lastly, Tugarask Rask waiting too long to hang it up. I got a text in uh, from uh, from somebody um, that says Tiger Woods should accept the time that he is now in and hang it up. Well, that's an interesting take. And why haven't I said that? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's you know, to be honest with you every time Tiger goes out I mean listen he started off the first two majors he played in the first two tournaments that he played in uh, this year the first year coming back after his accident and he made the cut at the Masters and he made the cut at the PGA now he wasn't in contention but he made the cut Uh, this the Open Championship was the first week uh, or the first major rather uh, in first tournament that he didn't uh, make the cut at uh, since his return. So, you know, I don't know, to be honest uh, with you uh, about this, um, you know, about this take on, you know, Tiger should hang it up. I mean, I don't know. I Tiger's a player who wants to be in, in, in contention. And if he doesn't feel like he can be in contention, then he's not going to give it a shot and he's not going to waste his time. And so evidently he still feels like he can he can be uh, in contention and so I'd say you know making the cut uh, in the fir- in two out of three of the majors that he played in uh, you know I think that's that's a pretty positive that shows that he thinks he can make the cut and to be honest with you I thought he had a good chance uh, at winning this past week uh, because he he was uh, he was looking really good uh, his practice rounds and he was really giving it a go he played a lot of uh, a lot of rounds so I don't know I, you know to say you know Tiger should accept it and hang it up I, I don't know I, I I guess I'd be hypocritical I guess if I'm you know if I'm saying you know Chris Seal, it's time to hang it up and Tuga Rast should have hung it up earlier and Dustin Pedroya should have hung it up earlier but uh, you know I don't know I, I don't think he's done yet I wouldn't be surprised if he does win uh, another tournament um, but I can tell you this I think if he doesn't win another tournament you know within the next you know year or so I think he will hang it up because he doesn't think that you know he has a chance at at, at winning anyways I thought that was a that was a good take there there was an interesting um, you know take there uh, coming in from uh, coming in from uh, text messages of my own phone uh, all right, we're about halfway through the show here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. As always, if you have a take or a comment, feel free to call in 978-301-6877. That's 978-301-6877. Uh, going back to the Red Sox, though, looking just looking ahead and looking uh, past the uh, – MLB uh, All Star Break. Um, they start off with a with their uh, with their own division um, against the Blue Jays for three games. Let me go to a blast from the past, Bob uh, from and Bob, what's going on? Madison, how are we doing this evening? Doing good. How are you?
3: I am doing fine, Madison. I just walked in the door. Don't know where we are in a conversation. I haven't heard anybody this evening yet, but I'm excited to talk to you a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if anybody called in. But- Say that again. Did anybody talk? i Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's uh, I'm not sure what the conversations were. Uh, I just walked in the door. But has anybody brought up any conversations about Chris Sale?
1: Yeah, I've talked about, we've talked about Chris Sale a little bit. And uh, my take is that I am... I'm all set with Chris Sale. I think uh, you know. I'm all set. I'm. I'm all set with him. I think. I think it's time for him to hang it up. He's like uh, Tuka Rask and Dustin Pedroia, who didn't accept that his time is done, and now he's you know, and and he's just another one of them. And then I have some people saying uh, that you know it's not time for him to hang it up. Give him one more shot.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening on the radio today, and I said over the last three years, Chris Sale's Chris only pitched 40 innings over three years, and he's still collecting his $30 million. And I, I think with the finger visually, yes, it was not his fault. It was his non pulling off. But knowing Chris Dales, he's going to take the rest of the year off like he has over the last few years. He's going to take everything. He's to take a, uh, I think the picture probably come back even at this time of the year for a broken pinky finger. But Chris Sales, I believe, will not. Um, And I don't know if a lot of people are going to disagree. I think it is time that we consider that two million million and move move on without him. Uh, He had three years with the Red Sox. He hasn't done really much of anything for three years
1: yeah I I agree and that's actually a very interesting stat that you bring up how he's only pitched 40 innings over the last three years Uh, and it just shows I guess I don't know do you say he's injury prone do you say you know he's washed up do you think he's too old and he needs to retire I don't know you know where does this where does this fall I mean like I said uh, earlier in the show I know you, you weren't listening but I said earlier in the show this year he this was gonna be one of his best years yet coming off of Tommy John surgery I mean there are now players and pitchers they come off of their Tommy John surgeries and their arms are actually Mm -hmm. stronger than they were before and so we were expecting an unbelievable return from Chris seal this year and what happens right away oh he's injured ends up on the on the uh, IL and then he's coming yeah. back on his on his rehab return in the minors and what happens oh broken pinky I mean I'm just sick of it I'm done I'm sick of it
3: I I totally agree Harrison I do too you know and again I doubt very much he's gonna come back this year
1: yeah I don't think so it doesn't seem promising I mean it says he's out six to eight weeks and then he's gonna have to start the whole uh, you know whole rehab thing over again I mean, we're at ten to twelve yeah. weeks, and by that point, the season's over.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, forty innings in three years for that kind of money—that he's still, you know, continuing to collect thirty million dollars—is what they're paying this guy. It's unbelievable! It's unbelievable. It- <laughs> yeah we don't want to yeah we don't want to pay
1: uh you know we we, we don't want to pay xander bogarts and Raphael devers the money but let's pay a guy to sit on the bench and not and not do anything yeah that makes sense
3: i that really makes sense i know you know exactly exactly i don't know what the time would be for forty innings but my good, my goodness they play what 168 games a year and it's three years that's almost 600 games and he's I, I don't know. I don't, I'm don't i not good at math to figure all that out. But, yeah, you're right. You're right. I think it's just time because I don't think he's coming back. And I think it's just time to pull the plug on that one and move forward.
1: If my math is right by my calculations, that's 4,536 innings total over three years. Oh, my goodness. And, Thank and, you
3: for helping me with And
1: that's that. not – I mean, that's not including – I mean – you know, you can take away some and you can add some with the extra innings, and then with the, um, you know, the double header, seven seven innings each. But you know, you're around say forty five hundred innings there, and he's only pitched forty out of that. I yeah, mean,
3: forty innings. Yeah.
1: That's you know well, that's four thousand four hundred and ninety six right? innings. He didn't pitch.
3: Well, oh, that's that's got to be worth thirty million dollars in today's prices, I would think.
1: Oh, no kidding. <laughs>
3: No kidding! I know it. I, I know it, Allison. Well, you know the good thing, the bright start is, you know, I wish nothing but the best for the Sox moving forward. But you know, we got football around the corner. That's my sport. I think take up your know, entire hour when football season starts because it's my sport, and hopefully, uh, we'll get some tennis. And the draft coming out, and we got another. Months or so, but uh, we'll have to see what happens with football.
1: Yeah, it should be an exciting uh, time. It's going to can... go ahead.
3: No, no I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't to interrupt. Uh, is Brady coming back to play, or, or did he really retire? The kind of sports podcast? Is he coming back?
1: Yeah, he is coming back. But basically, whenever he, he decides, back. whenever he decides that he's going to retire, uh, he has the big contract
3: with Fox Sports. Because so this coming season, we'll, I mean, he, he's probably going to play again, right, with Tampa?
1: Yeah, he is playing with Tampa this coming season. Uh, I think he has one year left, if I if if I'm right. Um, and so, I don't know. It, like I said, uh, you know, I back in the spring, I thought there was going to be a high possibility that if Tom Brady didn't retire, that uh, he would be uh, heading towards a separation. Uh, with Giselle and that hasn't happened yet but i mean i don't know i think Giselle has to be pretty uh pretty not happy uh that's you know he's going back to play another year and came out of retirement
3: I yeah, I agree I yeah, I agree with that And that and i'll say rough. this too I, I do i'm
1: agree. really getting sick i'm i'm kind of getting sick of Tom i think Tom is moving towards you know, all just promotion and trying to promote his brand. And it's not really about football anymore. It's about him promoting his brand and trying to make money with his brand. And I don't think that's right. You know, for him to, you know, announce that he's retiring and then all of a sudden he's going to un un-retire? I mean, come on, stop, you know, stop playing around with us. Just retire.
3: Yes, 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 yes. Then his counter his uh, counterpart is probably in the same situation, Gronkowski.
1: So yeah, yeah. I mean, Gronkowski said he said he's retiring. So I I, I don't know, or Gronkowski has retired rather. Um, however, yes. I did see something. Uh, I did see something that his that Gronk's. Uh, I think it's his wife or maybe girlfriend, Camille. Uh, um, you know, basically said that he wouldn't she wouldn't be surprised uh, she says uh, I'm an honest lady and honestly in my heart I didn't feel like this one is a forever one I feel like him and Tom are just <laughs> having fun like retired not retired retired not retired so and, and it's his girlfriend to be exact but you know I, I don't think he's gonna stay retired I'm sure you know a lot of people have said you know if uh, if the if the Bucks need him um, you know, mid-season because they're failing, I'm sure Tom's going to call him and he'll come back for him.
3: Yeah, totally agree with that. That's a great point, Harrison, that you make. I think that's true, too. That's true, too. Well, Harrison, it was so nice to speak with you, and I look forward for the future weeks to come along, and you have a good evening.
1: All right, thank you, Bob, for calling in. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, so there's uh, Bob from uh, Methuen there. Uh, with some takes uh, about the Red Sox, a little bit about uh, the Patriots and football season uh, coming up right around the corner as uh, tra- uh, training season um, will be uh, will be coming up shortly. I uh, have a little less than 20 minutes left here on the show, Nine seven eight three zero one six eight seven seven. 6877 That's 978 Here's some very interesting news, and I haven't, you know, I I touched on the Open a little bit, uh, as far as Tiger Woods goes, um, but the winner of the uh, of the Open Championship uh, was Cameron Smith, and here's big news: Cameron Smith, who just won the Open, there has now been more talks picking up about him uh, nearing completing a deal um, with Live Golf. So that would be big. You win a major championship like the Open at St. Andrews, the 150th Open at St. Andrews. Some people say the home of golf. And now he's going to go over to the Live Golf Tour. Wow. Wow. And another thing I brought up uh, last week was that... Rory McIlroy, who started off extremely against the Live Golf Tour, has now pulled back some of the things that he has said and thinks that, you know, there should be peace talks between the two tours and try to figure something out. And at the end of the day, he thinks that the Live Golf Tour is good for the game of golf. So interesting stuff, how Rory starts off completely against it, along with his buddies Jordan Spieth and uh, Justin Thomas, and then all of a sudden now he's kind of retracting those statements and saying that, you know, he thinks, you know, basically, um, you know, it should be, you know, it should be, you know, they they should come to peace talks, I guess. And so that's interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if Rory makes the move over at this point after saying that. And it's interesting, but maybe not make the move over. But it's interesting that he says that and then you know around the same time he came out or not him uh, but it came out that the United States uh, Justice Department or Department of Justice uh, is investigating um, the PGA uh, on their actions towards players that decided to go over to the live golf tour so a lot of interesting stuff uh, happening I say it every week I say it every week about this live golf tour. It's only gonna get more and more interesting uh as as things go on because it's uh it's just it's just gonna get it's gonna get very interesting. Uh and something that came out during the week was that uh speculation around the live golf and NBA on TNT is that Charles Barkley is expected to meet with the Live Golf Tour. To become a broadcast and media team, or to join the broadcast and media team, and so that will be very interesting um, to see to see what happens as far as as far as that goes. So that's a big name. This is somebody that plays in all these um, in all these special events. Um, you know, all these. Um, you know, I, I forget what they're called, but, um, you know, he plays with Tom Brady and and, Ty and all that stuff. And so, that's interesting. Uh, let's go to Derwin. Derwin, what's going on?
4: Why, man, I have raised my white flag. I am surrendering the season after wow. what happened through the last few years. It's, it's, it's over. Okay. I mean, hey, look, listen, if for some reason that they, they make a miraculous comeback, then I will say I was wrong, but that was you know sale breaking his finger I mean that was just that was the nail in the coffin right there do you really
1: see I disagree I don't because I wasn't I wasn't expecting seal to really come back and make a big difference I wasn't right I have said all season that it's time for him to hang it up and that he's done and so I was never expecting seal to come back and make a huge difference and be this amazing pitcher and all this stuff right after all these injuries what I would say was the was the icing on the cake was losing six out of the seven last games in which we talked about last week that they had to win at least four of those games. They had to right. win the majority and, of those games and they did yeah. exactly the opposite. And now yeah. they are two games out of last place of the AL East.
4: Yeah, wouldn't imagine that the Orioles may finish ahead of them. I mean, that hasn't happened to, you
0: know, the
4: pandemic season of 20. That wasn't that long ago, but... I just – you know, I, I, I think in e- even if for whatever reason they make the playoffs, even if they do, I, I, I just don't – I don't see them going to fire. If they could get eliminated in the first one, I just – I think the, the Bloom was hoping that by getting Sale back, by getting Whitlock back, by getting Evaldi back, he wouldn't have to make any major trades. He may get a, a few here like he did the last trade deadline when he got Austin Davis from Pittsburgh – and he got Robles from Minnesota, or sorry, from the Angels. No, he was from Minnesota, and Robles isn't in the organization anymore. So I think that's what that's what Bloom was hoping for, and and now it just backfired. So I I I think you got to give it up now. I think you got to see what you can get and, for these guys.
1: And here are some uh, here are some interesting comments coming out uh, by Xander Bogarts, uh, tweeted by Chris Gasper. Um, you know asked if the, you know if there's been any recent contract uh, talks with the Red Sox he said no no I uh, he asked if he would entertain talks at this point or prefer to deal with it at the end of the season he said that's a tough question but I mean as, as as I said at this point we haven't had anything and then he continued to go on so I wouldn't even put much thought into that if we haven't had anything up to this point then I'm not assuming anything will happen because it hasn't so far not good.
4: No, I think he's opting out. I think I think it's it's not going to be like JD Martinez, where JD had an opportunity the last two years to to opt out, but but he didn't because he wanted to improve his numbers in the stock, and it didn't and it didn't improve improve. So he probably wouldn't get a better deal anywhere. But I, Xander might be able to do that. Um, you know, one team I'm thinking of right now, the Sox, would consider trading him, and I and I. And I really, I agree with Ortiz. I think they need to lock up Devers and Bogart. I don't, I don't see that happening. I, I think they'll lock one up or the other. I think it's, it's Devers over Bogart. That's just my opinion. Um, but I think if you're going to make a trade to Xander, I think you'll look at the Cardinals and they got some prospects in there, but I just, they got to blow this thing up. And I, and I, I, I hate to say it, but it's just, they got, they got to. So you think
1: it's time to blow right? it up, blow it up, get, I do. you know, I, get I, as I much guess. as you can
4: blow yeah, it up. I, Cause I just, I just don't think that they're going to go far. I, I don't know how far they will go, even if they make, the, make it. But they're just right now, they're not a postseason team. So I think they just need to need to give it up in the next few weeks, see what you can get for these guys that are all free agents. And, you know, I think the only one I'd really hold on to for the year would be Christian Vasquez. I mean, he's been having an all-star year. I, to, I, I'd re-sign him as your catcher. I'd probably resign him to a two-year deal if he can. But the rest of them, I think a fair game. So, so
1: let me ask you this. Are you are yeah. you blowing it up um, before the trade deadline to try and improve the rest of the year? Are you looking to improve for the rest of the year? Or do you accept that you're done with this year and you have to move on to the years ahead and you look for a rebuild and you don't necessarily look to make the playoffs this year?
4: I, You know, it, it goes back to John Henry's comments that he had with Alex Spear in the Globe where... You know, like, like any good Boston sports person,
2: he, uh, he didn't give you
4: anything. Like Belichick doesn't give you anything. But I, I think that they'll wait a little bit. I think maybe the, maybe the trade deadline week is when they'll see maybe what they can do the next two weeks. But, again, it's just their schedule just gets tougher and tougher, and I just don't see it happening. So I think they want us to believe that they're going to be – that they're going all in for it. But, you know, as John Henry says, I mean, I mean that the writing's on the wall there. He says it takes two people to – give a contract. Well, they're right. They did give, you know, the Nomars and the Mookie Betts' and the con a big contracts, bigger than what they did, but what they wanted to give them, not what the player and the agent wanted. You know, I mean, I mean, Betts, I think was was going to be making 25 or $30 million, but it, I think they, whatever it was, but Nomar, when he left, got a four-year $60 million offer. He turned that down. So I think they want these players back, but they want... But how about
1: this? Turn. We're paying, we're paying thirty million for Chris Seale to sit on the bench.
4: I, I totally, and I think that's one of the reasons why Dombrowski's not the general manager anymore. I think for deals like that, I think that's why he's not the GM anymore, the head of, of operations because you're right. Why are we paying a guy thirty million dollars to just sit on the bench and not do squat? And yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. but it never makes any sense. You know, it's just I, I, th- I think Henry's comfortable. He's got his four world titles. I think he's changed he obviously he's changed the direction of the franchise but again it's you know it's a, it's about it's about every year being competitive you're not going to win the world series every year but it's about being competitive and they're just not competitive right now when they're losing games that they absolutely I mean they're second in the league with blown saves i think they've blown like 18 now if they if they save those 18 games we're talking a different story we're talking they're only maybe four or five games out of the division from the yankees but I don't know. I I just think I just think let's just let's play the next two weeks out. But I don't see there being much change for the for the playoffs. So we'll see. I'm uh, right now. Liz Belichick says I'm on to 2023. So we'll see how it wow. plays out, my man. Yeah. Alrighty. We'll Anything about. else? All right, buddy, I'll talk to you. No, I'll talk to you later. All right, I'll talk man. to you. Thanks for calling in. Yep.
1: All right. So there's uh Derwin there with uh, a few takes uh, about the Boston Red Sox saying to blow it up as Ray from Methuen would say about Fenway Park all right have about uh, six minutes left here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio coming to you live from Methuen community studios have time for about one more caller 978 301 6877 bill from the car what's going on Harrison how you doing
5: do we really want to waste our breath and talk about the Red Sox anymore?
1: Uh, well, I've just you know it's uh, at this point no. I think I think I'm done talking about them to be honest with you. I it just I had to get my anger out about how pathetic of a week they had last week when they needed to have a big week and win you know four at least four out of the seven games, but yet they now lose six out of the seven. Uh, and then all this baloney stuff with Chris Sale breaking his pinky. Oh poor you know Chris Sale retire already will you
5: well they laid an egg um, a big one and I, I actually I'm not really interested in them at all I can't wait for the Pats to start up but um, yeah I it should be inter-
1: it should be fun to see the to see the um, the, the Patriots start up and, and have an exciting uh, football season but to be honest with you I don't know if we're going to have any better of a season than the Red Sox are having. With uh, you know, as far as the Patriots go, I mean, I'm not holding my breath.
5: Should should Ray from Methuen tells us tell us how he really feels about the Red Sox, or should he sugarcoat it?
1: Uh, I don't think he knows what sugar. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he knows what sugar coating is.
5: Oh man, he's he he doesn't he doesn't like what's going on at Fenway, does he?
1: No, he doesn't. He he really never has. He doesn't like uh, John Henry. I I don't think I'd put them in a room together. Um, <laughs> and so I just you know, I don't. Uh, they're just, but they're just, they're just pathetic. They're just pathetic. Well, let's I, talk I, golf a little bit.
5: Let's yeah, talk, okay. Let's talk golf. All right. Um, you know,
1: Cameron Smith. What a back nine
5: yesterday, huh?
1: Yeah, he went on fire. He he was on fire.
5: I mean, Rory, who you know, I predicted first, and and I said it first uh, live on your show last week. Uh, he just came up a little bit short there. I mean, he he has nothing to hang his head about because he he played awesome too. I mean, but you could not Smith yesterday. Nobody was going to beat him.
1: No, he he really uh, he really put his uh, he really put his game together. Um you know heading heading into um heading into the back nine heading into the back nine he really turned it on you
5: should grow a mullet like his
1: <laughs> yeah maybe i'll get the mullet and the mustache going like he does um
5: i save a couple of strokes off your game um
1: well listen maybe when i maybe when i do that uh you'll have to beat me in golf and then i'll do that
5: well, I was close. I, w- I, was, I was very close. As a matter of fact, I think, I think uh, the round before last, I... Uh,
1: you actually beat me by I, one.
5: Yeah. Oh. That's right. Uh, thank you for telling your listeners. Anyway, um, <laughs> did you see how Faraday uh, is going to the Live Tour?
1: Yeah, going Dave out? Dave Faraday is expected to make the move to the Live, Live Golf Tour. And not only that, uh, Henrik Stenson who is the European Ryder Cup captain for the 2023 Ryder Cup is expected to make the move as well. And so now it's going to get interesting to see if he makes the move, does his captaincy get booted uh from that. So that's going to be interesting. And even more in uh, I mean, even even a more interesting story is Open champion uh Cam Smith is nearing uh, comp- uh, you know, nearing a contract with Live Golf after winning the championship yesterday.
5: Yes, he was kind of uh, elusive on his comments because somebody did ask him. Yeah. Uh, in the press conference, and he um he was very elusive on that. But what's this is my take on the Live Tour. You tell me if 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 I have something here. They're giving all these golfers that that guaranteed money, right? Yep. What makes the PGA so good is there's no guaranteed money other than sponsors, of course, but every week there's no guarantee for these guys winning the purse money. Now that the guys from the Live Tour have all this upfront money, do you think it's going to make them work less on their game and therefore give a
2: lesser product?
1: no I I don't think that and I mean if you look at it if you look at it all every single other sport, you get paid ahead of time right I mean every other sport golf is golf is as far as I know golf is the only sport that you had to you know work to to get that money and if you if you
5: so so good too right
1: yeah, but I mean, these guys, you know, I don't know these, uh, these. I'm just I'm just curious if if you know you got
5: Dustin Johnson, you know, signing with the live tour for all this money, and you know he's got 150 million in the bank from the live tour, and it's either hey, let's go out and practice for for, for eight hours or. Uh, hang out with Paulina somewhere. What do you think he's gonna do with 150 million guaranteed in the bank? Go out and practice? Or? Hang
1: well, out? let me tell you, you know this. I mean? No, let me tell you this, though. He had a very good showing uh, at the open. He had a very good showing.
5: Yeah, he did. He uh, did. So, so I'm, I'm just curious. I'm curious to see if the if their games, uh, you know, the Dustin Johnsons, all the other guys that signed up, if they're gonna if their game is gonna go down the toilet.
1: Well, that's something we'll have to wait to see and I'm against the clock, so I'm gonna have to let you go, Bill. Thanks for calling in.
5: All right Harrison. All right, bye.
1: All right, so there's uh, Bill from the car with some takes uh, about the Red Sox, uh, about the Patriots uh, NFL season coming up, and then finishing up with Live Golf. Like I said, I'm up against the clock, so that's going to do it for me today here on the Sports Talk with Harrison Chase on Merrimack Valley Public Radio, coming to you live from Methuen Community Studios. As always, you can call in 978-301-6877 with your fantastic takes. Uh, And follow me on Twitter, HarrisonChase5. That's HarrisonChase5 for day-to-day hourly updates. And as always, thank you to everyone uh, for all your support week in and week out. This show would not be what it is without all of you. Have a great week, everybody, and good night.
4: You've been listening to The Sports Talk with Harrison Chase. Mondays
0: at 5 only on Methuen Community Studios.